Good morning, friends. Today's message, Advent Christmas Peace. Are you joking? Peace, why is this even an Advent theme? And peace at Christmas 2020, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, that quiet state seems not to be found, even though we will pause for a bit on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And yet uh, many people worry and wonder if and when peace will ever come again. Usually this happens when the stockings are tucked away and the tree and all the relatives who actually showed up with or without masks have been thrown out. And maybe I should say have gone home. And the kids are generally happy and not bothering us much. But let's be honest, friends, the whole 2020 Advent and Christmas season, in fact, this whole year, well, it's just another interruption filled with disruptions. A friend of mine recently said to me, you know, one of the best Christmases I ever had is when it snowed, canceling everything, and we just stayed home. Well, with that introduction, let's stop for a moment and think about the first Advent Christmas when Caesar Augustus called for a world census, a registration for taxation. Now, everyone was to return to their hometown and territory and talk about an interruption of of time and home and money. It all seemed so very disrupting. Joseph, for example, had to travel 90 miles by foot to Bethlehem with Mary, his espoused wife who was pregnant, and on the bony back of a donkey. They were going to register and pay an unfair tax, not to mention the cost of having to eat and sleep while away from home. But God, an interesting thought, was working, not overtime, as we sometimes imagine Santa doing on Christmas Eve, but God was working in the fullness of time to bring peace, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name will be called the Prince of Peace. Now, do not be thinking the Prince of Peace is like a storybook prince, one who really does not have any authority, who's just waiting for the real king to die so he can become king. No, Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is our king and our ruler and our Lord and our keeper, who brings us wonderful counsel, the strength of God in eternity, all in the wrappings of peace. So when the entire world is in disruption, then and now, God gives us, he brings us his peace in two ways. First of all, he sends a king who comes with interrupting peace. Did you catch that? Interrupting. See, interrupt means to hinder or stop the interrupted from a sound night's sleep. As men knock on your door to tell you your house is on fire. That's an interruption to change the course of your life. While the world was in a disruption, was in a disruption, and that sounds a little familiar today, God was working to make an interruption. The Old Testament prophet Micah in chapter 5 verse 2 wrote, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village in Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel will come from you, one whose origins are from the distant past. God planned beforehand that Jesus, our King of peace and of peace, would interrupt the likes of this world for you and me. See, he interrupted to declare the way of peace. 
in Luke chapter 1, verses 76 and 79. This is Zechariah, who's talking to John the Baptist and the other people around at, at the day of his birth. And he says, And you, child, that's John, will be called the prophet of the highest. For you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the, here it comes, the way of peace. So he interrupted to declare the time of peace. Ecclesiastes 3.8 says, A time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. He came and interrupted to declare even a thought of peace. Jeremiah 29.11, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And then at that very first Christmas, God intentionally interrupted life. And even today, even in a pandemic, in a, in a time of political unrest, he still seeks to interrupt your life and my life to change it now and for all eternity. And second, a king comes with entrusting peace. Now, to entrust means to give over something to another for care or protection or performance. Luke 2.14 says, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men. God came to us through Jesus, our Prince of Peace, to give us the wellness and the protection and the wholeness of his peace. And in this peace, and even in this time, we have been entrusted to experience the good news of peace. Romans 10.15 says, How shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. I love that word gospel. We are called to be gospelers. We can preach the gospel of peace who bring glad tidings of good things. We've also been entrusted to experience the covenant of peace. Isaiah 54.10 says, For the mountains shall depart and the hills shall be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. And if that's not enough, friends, we have been entrusted to experience the abundance of peace. Psalm 37:11 says, But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Now, some Bible translators were working hard to find a word for peace in a primitive tribal language. <clears throat> and the last a native who was working with them found a combination of words that had the concept, a heart that sits down. So they translated John fourteen twenty seven as having Jesus say, I will make your heart sit down. Well, the way Jesus puts it is this way in John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. In a time of disruption, friends, the Prince of Peace is to be the principal rule in us so as to make our hearts sit down. Now, there was once a king who offered a prize to the artist who could paint the best picture of peace. A lot of artists tried. The king looked at all the pictures, but there were really only two that he liked. 
One picture was of a calm lake, a perfect mirror for the peaceful towering mountains all around it. Overhead was a blue sky with fluffy white clouds, and everyone thought that that was the perfect picture of peace. Well, the other picture had mountains too, but those mountains were rugged and bare, and above it was an angry sky from which rain fell and lightning flashed, and down the side of a mountain tumbled a foaming, raging waterfall. This just did not look peaceful at all. But when the king looked closely, he saw behind the waterfall a tiny bush growing in a crack in the rock. In the bush, a mother bird had built her nest. And there, in the midst of the rush of angry water, sat the mother bird on her nest in perfect peace. Needless to say, the king chose the second picture, because peace is not limited to the calm and the serene, serene days. It provides the haven of rest when the storms are battering your life. And friends, let's be honest, this last year, it's a whole lot like the second painting. But you know, if we look close enough and listen long enough, in the storm is the Prince of Peace. And he wants to bring an interruption so that you and I might be entrusted with his peace. His peace allows us to experience his wisdom as the wonderful counselor. His strength is the almighty God, his eternity as the everlasting father. For as scripture says, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission, and feel the passion. God bless.